you for joining me for this week's episode. You're listening to Sandoval Bench Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Sandoval. Um, so for this week's episode, just wanted to recap uh, the divisional round. Probably one of the best uh, playoff rounds that we've seen, uh, where there was three walk-off wins by a field goal, and then um, the last game between the Bills and the Chiefs went into overtime, which was uh, a great game. Uh, that was probably the best, um, the best game and a great way to end the weekend. And then I'll make my picks uh, for the conference championship games. Uh, so first we'll start with the Bengals and the Titans. Um, I picked the Titans, and then uh, Bengals ended up winning that game 19-16. to 16. Uh, Ryan Tannehill was just god-awful. First, first pass of the game uh, was intercepted. He threw three interceptions. Uh, there was obviously some discomfort with uh, Derrick Henry. Um, I thought they should have used Foreman more. You know, kind of split carries between both of them. Uh, their defense played well, though. I think they had uh, like a record nine sacks or something like that on Joe Burrow. Um, but, you know, Bengals were able to pull it out. Um, yeah, some bad uh, coaching decisions by the Titans. Uh, but the Bengals look, they look great. You know, I know there was a inadvertent whistle against the Raiders where they, you know, they had the play on. So, you know, that kind of happened. And then Ryan Tannehill's meltdown. Um, so, you know, their path seems to have been easier, but, you know, let's not forget they beat the Chiefs earlier this year. Uh, they played in Cincinnati, though, and that one was 34-31. Uh, to 31. Um, But, yeah, I think for the Titans, they have, you know, I don't know if they can even get, you know, a, a top quarterback or they're kind of stuck with, with Ryan Tannehill. Um, you know, there's some quarterbacks that are probably available that are better, and then the draft isn't that good as far as um, – quarterback talent goes so uh, i'm not sure where they go from here you know i don't think i didn't think that they got um, enough touches for um, aj brown you know i feel like you know they have to get him involved sooner um julio jones just uh, seems like a shell of himself um so you know this is a good team you know obviously since you know, they were the one seed you know they beat uh buffalo and they beat kansas city and that's how they were able to get the one seed in the afc but um, you got to upgrade the quarterback because, you know, I I always said, I'm like, you know, I think the Titans can can win the Super Bowl with Ryan Tannehill as their quarterback. But every time he, th- he threw the ball, he went deep. I just I had to hold my breath because I'm like, okay, this could be interception. Like something bad could happen. He had a lot of interceptions this year. Um, and as far as AFC quarterbacks go, you're competing with Josh Allen. You're competing with Patrick Mahomes. Now Joe Burrow, uh, Justin Herbert. You know, there's Lamar Jackson. You know, there's... There's like a, a an elite group of quarterbacks there in, in the AFC, and if you don't have one of those guys, then you're probably going to lose to one of them each year in the playoffs if you make it that far. Um, hopefully Jacksonville and Trevor Lawrence, hopefully he gets to that level. Um, but there's, yeah, there's like five, six quarterbacks right there, and if you don't have one of them, then you're probably screwed. So they have to, the Titans have to look at some way that they can, they can possibly upgrade that position. Uh, 49ers and Packers. Great game, uh, 49ers winning that game on a walk-off field goal, 13 to 10. Um, it was really cold, obviously, and you know <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo, he still finds a way to get it done. You know everyone wants Trey Lance to start, but there's a reason why Trey Lance didn't start this year is because you know he's not ready. He played like one game in the past two years. He's still developing, and I said it earlier this year. I said the 49ers can win the Super Bowl this year because they're fully healthy. You know, um, and this was. A, Basically the same team, I guess, from 2019. But in 2019, they had a better defense, I think. Uh, but now they're getting after the quarterback. They had five sacks in the first round against uh, Dallas. And then 
another five sacks against uh, Aaron Rodgers. So they're able to put some pressure on the quarterback. Um, I thought that they were going to have to win with time possession, just control the clock. But the Packers actually had more time with the ball. Like I think it was like a minute more or something. They had for like 30 minutes. Um, so, you know, that wasn't the case. And Jimmy G, you know, early on, he was making some really good throws. But, you know, Kittle made a drop. Uh, Debo dropped one. Like they were just they were just bouncing off receivers early in the game. Um, so he didn't get his first completion until like the third quarter. And they only really had one really good drive at the end to get that field goal. It was like a third and seven, and uh, Kyle Shanahan called a, a pass play, but then he called a timeout. He's like, hey, let's just give it to Debo Samuel out of the uh, out of the backfield on third and seven. And he just fucking he powered through, got that first down, and, and pretty much won the game for him. So they had one that one good drive to get the field goal. Um, they got uh, a, they had a blocked uh, field goal and then a blocked punt, and that blocked punt was returned for a touchdown. It was like right there. No one no one could see where it was going. It, it was taking forever to land, and when it finally landed, it was right in front of the end zone, and there was like four or 49er players right there, not a Packer in sight, so they just picked it up and, and ran it in. Because um, if they were down right there, I don't think the 49ers were scoring. Their offense was, was struggling, but their defense was playing – Pretty much lights out. They were playing really well um, throughout the entire game, getting a lot of pressure, and then their special teams pretty much won the game for them. Um, but for that defense to hold up, hold the Packers to just ten points is is pretty amazing. Um, you know, because you have Aaron Rodgers, who he's probably the MVP this year. Uh, you know, one of the top five quarterbacks. Uh, some people say he's the most you know skilled quarterback of all time. Uh, then you have Devontae Adams, and Devontae Adams is probably the best receiver right now in the game. Him, Cooper Cup, I guess you could say DeAndre Hopkins when he's fully healthy, but he's been injury prone um, this season. Um, but he's he's right up there. You know, he he's physically gifted, and he's he's a, a great route runner. And then they have uh, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is like, you know, he's one of the better running backs in the league. Uh, he could catch out the backfield and stuff. And for the Niners to to keep that offense to 10 points where they were just rolling over over teams all year long is is amazing. Um, and especially because, you know, they lost their, their other starting cornerback before the game. He was out, and so they had to put in Josh Norman, who Josh Norman has been cooked for, like, the last couple of years now. And he didn't play for, for two games, last two games. And so they needed him. They really needed him. And he blocked – I think he was the one who blocked the punt. And he played really well on um, – on De- Devontae Adams throughout the game. So he really stepped up in a big spot. Uh, but for, you know, but for Aaron Rodgers, he, they just, they looked like there was no sense of urgency. You know, in the, in the beginning of the game, the first drive, they got downfield like in six minutes or something like that. And they scored a touchdown right away. So as soon as they scored a touchdown, I was like, okay, they did that way too fast. Like, you know, they might score 21 points. We're going to need uh, Jimmy G to, to have a couple passing touchdowns or something. But nope, that was their only touchdown. And after that, they had that one field goal, and then, you know, other than that, it just seemed like, you know, they seemed really lackadaisical. The The one big play that they had was, like, right before the half was when Aaron Rodgers threw to Aaron Jones out of the backfield for a 75-yard reception, and that was it. They had no other big chunk plays at all, and, you know, overall, I think he had, like, 223 yards passing, and, like, that was it. He just seemed very nonchalant and just, you know, trying to be too comfortable, and then, you know, you can blame the special teams all you want for for the blocked um, the blocked punt and then the field goal and stuff, but you know the 49ers, they had they didn't score a single offensive touchdown. 
And so they had the two field goals and then the, the block punt. And so like how if you keep a, an opposing offense to not scoring any offensive touchdowns, like okay, sure you could blame specialties, but that's only thirteen points. You just have to get one more touchdown, make it seventeen three, and you're good. Or two more field goals, like something. They just they weren't able to to string together good drives, and uh, Rogers seemed like he was you know solely focused on. Aaron Jones and um, Devontae Adams. You know they they brought in Randall Cobb in the offseason, traded him for him from uh, from Houston, and he had one target, no receptions. Like I don't know, it just um, it seemed like they quit. Kind of, you know, they just like they just weren't. There was no sense of urgency at all, and they just they couldn't string together good drives. Um, so this leaves a lot of questions unanswered, obviously, for Aaron Rodgers. And you know, I love that people were. People were rooting for the 49ers because they wanted to see Aaron Rodgers lose. So they lost. Um, and then uh, against the Cowboys, everyone was like, okay, we want to see the so-called America's team lose. So everyone was rooting for the 49ers, and that happened <laughs> two weeks in a row. Um, but, yeah, for Aaron Rodgers, you know, he says he's going to take some time to think about what he's going to do next. And, um, you know, I think he's probably going to explore other opportunities with other teams. You know, Denver is kind of a sleeping giant. Um, he could go to the Raiders. Um, I don't know. There's a, there's a long list of teams they could go to. Um, obviously, he doesn't want to, um, you know, be in a, in a rebuilding situation. And the Packers have come out and said, hey, we want Aaron Rodgers as long as he wants to keep playing until he retires. And, you know, mostly that's because, you know, Jordan Love isn't ready for it. You know, he, I don't think he's the guy. He hasn't looked good. The one game they started, he didn't look good at all. Um, but... You know, I I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to retire because of the way that this season ended. And now everyone's like, well, it's been like 11 years since he last won a Super Bowl. And that's the last time he was in a Super Bowl. And since that Super Bowl, he's 7-9 and nine in playoff games. And he's only had like one or two really good playoff games. And those were against the Giants. And then he was good in that Super Bowl. He was a Super Bowl MVP. But, I mean, other than that, like, he's really struggled. If he's the most physically gifted and you know, has a great arm and all this, like, you got to put more than 10 points on the board, right? Um, so, yeah, I think he might go elsewhere. Um, I had I said Denver in the offseason, and, you know, I'll stick with that. Um, but, you know, as soon as – if he does leave, like, the Packers are screwed. I don't think um, – I don't think they, they make the playoffs next year because I think him and Devontae Adams are kind of a package deal. Um, Adams was kind of flirting with uh, the Raiders because Derek Carr is his former quarterback at Fresno State. Um, so yeah, they might, you know, dictate where they go together. Um, but yeah, we'll see. But, you know, also I saw this was that they had, uh, the Packers had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers for like 25 years or something. And, um, there they only had two Super Bowls, you know, I, at least Brett Favre, he had two appearances and won one, but you know, Aaron Rodgers hasn't been able to get over that hump in the, in the championship game. And this year, uh, was a divisional round. Don't think it was twenty five years. I think it was like, I think it was twenty or something like that. But yeah, anyway, they had you know most of the careers of, of both quarterbacks and Aaron Rodgers' case, the, his entire career, and you know two Super Bowls to show for it, which is crazy to me. Um, next game was uh, on Sunday. We had the the Buccaneers and the Rams. Uh, so the Rams were just destroying the the Buccaneers. I think it was was it twenty seven to six or something like that in the third quarter. And you know the Rams seem like oh you know they're 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 gonna win you know we're gonna we're gonna beat Tom Brady and all that. Well, of course, 
Tom Brady comes roaring back, um, you know, then they make it a game. But then at the end, you know, uh, Bruce Arians calls an all-out blitz, and then uh, Cooper Cup is wide open. Stafford hits Cup. They're able to get that uh, the walk-off field goal without um, Tom Brady touching the ball whatsoever. Um, so for the Rams, you know, this happened against 49ers in Week 18. You know, they have a big lead at, at, at halftime, and then they just they kind of let up on teams. You know, they they let the 49ers in that game, came back, and lost in overtime. This one, they almost lost that game. You know, it was pretty much the play calling on defense that made them win the game. Because if, if uh, Brady gets the ball back, the Buccaneers win that game, right? Um, so they got lucky there. Uh, but, the, yeah, the Rams did look good. They looked like they could win the Super Bowl. But, you know, I'm just kind of worried about, you know, when they get a, a big lead on teams, they kind of just let people in. As for the Buccaneers, you know, Tom Brady, he he said he's going to take time to decide um, if he's going to retire or not. Um, I think I think he comes back one more year. Uh, but there's a lot of there's a lot of question marks. I think they have a lot of uh, cap room issues. And if they want to bring people back, the same team, they have to they have to re-sign a lot of guys. You know, Chris Godwin, he's out, so he's probably going to come back because he tore his ACL. So he's probably going to come back in the middle of next year or something like that. Um, you know, you, you don't have as many reliable weapons. It seems like uh, for for Gronk, he said that you know his decision isn't going to be tied to uh, Tom Brady, but he's a free agent right now. So I think I think he, uh, Gronk might be done. I think he might retire. Because um, he just, you know, he looks like he was, um, he wasn't moving as quickly. Looked like he was still kind of injured. But you know, this team, maybe this team was only constructed to be able to win, you know, one Super Bowl. I think if Brady does come back next year, you know, there's a lot of question marks. They gotta, you know, re-sign some guys. So I'm not sure if they're they're gonna win another one. You know, um, you know, they'll, they'll probably make the playoffs, but I'm not sure if they they'll be able to win the big one. And then Bruce Arians, you know, he he's already getting up there in age, and he's had some health issues, and that's why. He had retired in the beginning, and then, you know, he they were able to convince him to come back once they got Tom Brady. So, you know, they're all kind of near the end there, um, I think. But I think Brady comes back another year and Gronk um, retires, you know, because they were definitely missing Antonio Brown. They needed uh, some consistency from the wide receiver position. Um, and then Brown, of course, he posts, you know, he posts the meme of him running now against the Jets, and they, they put a sign there, and it says, oh, Bucks lose or whatever, Bucks eliminated. Um, so he's just trolling, of course. Um, and then the Bills and the Chiefs, this game was was the best one. Uh, Chiefs won in a 42-36. I think it, it was like at the last two minutes of the game, They both teams were just you know uh, trading touchdowns back and forth, and they were scoring really fast. Like Tyreek Hill got that touchdown towards the end, and he was just – so electric. They, he, they threw it to him in the middle, and he just he was gone. You know, scored a touchdown fast. Uh, Josh Allen had that, that quick that quick touchdown pass as well. Um, you know, and this Bills team, you know, they I know it sucks that, you know, the overtime rules suck. You know, they weren't able to get the ball back at all. And so if you win the coin toss, you know, and you're either Josh Allen or, or Patrick Mahomes, and all you need to do is score a touchdown – and that's the game right there. And they gave it to Patrick Mahomes, and that was it. Touchdown, and then they won. Um, but even before that, in the fourth quarter, they had 13 seconds left. And, you know, my friends and I were texting a group chat. We're like, oh, I think that's too much time for, for Patrick Mahomes. And sure enough, they went down the field and scored again with 13 seconds. Like, it's crazy. Um, but, yeah, great game for the Bills. You know, the Bills and, and the Chiefs, both of their quarterbacks had four touchdowns, you know, um, 
I think Patrick Mahomes had one rushing and three passing, and and uh, Josh Allen had four four passing touchdowns. But both of them, they had like almost identical stats. They both rushed for like seventy yards or sixty nine yards. Both led both their teams in rushing, and then were just amazing when they were, were dropping back to pass. Um, you know, for the Bills, I think they'll obviously they'll be back, but you know they need to get over this Kansas City hump because it's very similar to to what happened last year. Um, but, you know, they should hold their heads high because if they win that coin toss, they win that game, right? And, you know, because at the end, both defenses were just completely gassed. They were exhausted, and you could tell because, you know, people, other teams, the offenses were just scoring so fast. Uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, they, you know, a lot of people doubted them early in the season. I was, I was definitely down on them, too, because, you know, they just looked like they were forcing everything. You know, uh, Patrick Mahomes was just trying – it seemed like he was just trying to be a human highlight all the time, you know, just uh, trying to make the amazing throws and, you know, their running game was struggling. And even, even in this game, you know, they didn't really have a running game. And also like the bills too, like they both kind of went away from the running game. Um, but I will say about the chiefs is that uh, their offensive line has improved a lot. You know, last year was really bad. So they had to make some big signings and some, some trades to, to improve that. And, you know, I think that was the difference because the Bills, you know, they have a good defensive line, but they don't have that, like, that stud on the line that can get to Patrick Mahomes whenever he wants. You know, they have a good back end of their defense, uh, but they really need a, to upgrade that defensive line is to get some some more pressure on, on Patrick Mahomes because he was comfortable back there. Like, I don't think they, they got him once. You know, I think they, they crashed the pocket, like, a couple times, but for the most part, he was able to escape and, and you know, throw it out of bounds or, or, or find an open receiver. Um, so yeah, next week or this weekend, we have the conference championship games. Uh, first one is, uh, we have chiefs and Bengals at noon. They're playing in Kansas city. Now I really want to pick the Bengals. You know, they just have this, this attitude and the swagger about them. They seem like they're, they're ready for the moment, man, but they're such a young team. They have like four of their, their star players are under the age of 25. Um, but they're so confident. They're rookie kicker McPherson he's calling a shot before the end of the game he's like oh it looks like we're gonna go to the conference championship game like I just love the the makeup and the build of of this team they got a young coach in Zach Taylor who, who seems to know what he's doing like just they just have all the pieces in place you know the only thing I'm worried about is their defense a little bit against Kansas City um but Kansas City has been there before you know, multiple times, um, I just I can't count out uh, Patrick Mahomes. Their defense has gotten a lot better. Uh, their offensive line has improved a lot. Um, so we'll take the, the Chiefs. You know, I think it'll be a, a close game. Uh, I'm going to say 38-35, uh, Kansas City. You know, maybe it'd be different if they were playing in Cincinnati. But, you know, for Cincinnati, I feel like, I feel like they're a year too early, you know, because this is, this is Joe Burrow's – you know, first full year starting. Last year's rookie year, he got injured early on, and then Jamar Chase is a rookie. So you know they're they're way ahead of schedule. I think you know a year or two you know ahead of schedule, which is impressive. You know it's amazing that they they've been on this run. You know because they definitely had their ups and downs. You know throughout the season they lost to the Jets, and then you know towards the end they had to to, to win out to uh, to make the playoffs, and now they've just been they've been on fire. But, you know, the thing about this team is that they can run the ball, too. You know, with with Joe Mixon, um, I think they need to rely a little bit more on the running game because in the, in the postseason, that, that's going to help a lot. You know, and that's why the 49ers are where they're at is because of the running game. 
Uh, but yeah, I'm going to take the Chiefs. Uh, can't bet against Andy Reid and uh, Patrick Mahomes in this situation. Um, as for the other game, 49ers and Rams. Um, so the 49ers, I think they've beaten the Rams the last six times. Um, most recently, Week 18 at SoFi Stadium. The 49ers needed to win this game to make the playoffs, and uh, they came down. They came back from a. Um, they were down 17 to three at halftime. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo made some big throws in overtime, um, and then they ended up winning that game, and they clinched. Um, you know, so not too concerned about the Rams. You know, uh, Cam Akers came back, and you know he showed that he, he's a, a true weapon that they could use, but. He almost fumbled the game away against the Buccaneers. You know, he had he had a couple of costly fumbles there that um, gave the Bucks opportunities to get back in the game and almost win the game. Um, and Sony Michelle hasn't really lived up to what he can be. Um, I think they're gonna have to rely on. They're gonna need a better running game if they're gonna try to beat the 49ers. because um, you know last time, you know they could get some pressure on, on Matthew Stafford for sure, and they could get some interceptions because he'll he'll try to force it in there sometimes and. You know, if they win the turnover battle, they'll definitely uh, win this game. And then you have, you know, you have your different weapons in, in George Kittle and Debo Samuel and, and Elijah Mitchell. And this running game is just amazing. You know, uh, Debo, he limped off, but he's back. He's going to be able to play this game. Uh, Kittle was kind of banged up, but he's he's good for this game. Uh, Trent Williams, the starting left tackle, he has an ankle injury, so he's questionable. Um, but they're going to need him there to, to be able to stop uh, the Rams defense because the Rams they have a great defense they're able to to get some stops get some turnovers and and really get some pressure with Aaron Donald and then you have Ramsey and you know they're good you know but um, something about this 49ers team it just feels like it's the right year right like the other teams they have explosive offenses and the 49ers have Jimmy Garoppolo you know say what you want about Jimmy Garoppolo but when when you know his back is against the wall and he needs to put together a strong drive to get to get the team in, in position to score a field goal or a touchdown. He always delivers. The only one that I can think of right now where he didn't deliver was um, that last game against the Seahawks this year, you know, where he had a great drive. They were inside their own 10, I think, went all the way down into the goal line of, um, of Seattle's territory, and then he threw an interception. So, you know, it was a bad throw, but for him to put that drive together – you know, in, in a crucial moment in the game, they needed to score to, to win that game, and, and they ended up losing. But other than that, he he makes the right throws when he needs to. You know, he does something. He has like this weird confidence. You know, like he's the best player on the field, even though you know obviously he's not. But you know, if he's just making the right plays, and you know, I, I just I get scared when he tries to throw it into the flat, and he he kind of like leaves it hanging there, and it's just like so close to getting picked off, like. The past couple games, he was so close to throwing like three interceptions each game, and I think he only has, I think he only had one in each game. So if he could limit his turnovers, don't fumble it, throw just one interception. I'm already accounting for one interception, maybe two, but just no pick sixes or anything like that. Then I think the 49ers will be fine. Um, it's better that they're playing in L.A. than in Green Bay, so maybe the running game will be better, and, and Debo Samuel uh, he'll get more touches because he was battling through injury. Um, this last game, but um, I'm going with the 49ers uh, 21, Rams 17. I think this will be more lo uh, low scoring, but this should be a very exciting game. Um, so my Super Bowl prediction is a rematch of the 2019 Super Bowl between the 49ers and the Chiefs. So we'll see how that goes. 
Um, I'll have a parlay put together for for the championship games. Then I'll add some some NBA games. Try to get a a good parlay going. I had a good one last week, but then um, the late football games messed me up. I got both of those wrong. I got um, I think I got the the Bucks and the Rams one wrong, and then I had the Chiefs and the uh, and the uh, the Bills wrong, and then I had the first game wrong too, which was the the Bengals and the Titans. So I it wasn't that good, but I got all my other picks right. So I only missed missed three. Uh, but yeah, just a, a quick episode to recap the uh, the divisional round and then preview the conference championship. So uh, thanks for joining me. We'll be back next week. Uh, you know, discuss these games, then probably get into some NBA. So thanks for joining.